This is a note to future me. Hi, this is Brett Johnson, your host and the owner of Circle 270 Media Podcast Consultants. Well, this past weekend, uh, dated February 20th, 2021, I was part of a free live virtual conference put on by the Independent Podcast Conference. Uh, The focus this past weekend was social media promotion. Had a great lineup of speakers. I want to thank Super Joe Pardo for letting me be a part of it. Um, Some of the speakers, um, the, the topics that were covered were social media made simple, high performance despite uncertainty. It's the story that they want, uh, monetization without large listenerships, uh, what does the feminine want with the masculine, how to drive traffic to your podcast using Twitter, how to tell your story uh, to build your brand, uh, digging into your topic, uh, the fun impromptu podcast, and building online communities with social media, just to name a few. My topic, how to be a great podcast interviewer for your guest and listeners, and I was able to record that, and I wanted to present it here in my podcast, a note to future me for you to listen to as well. Hopefully you get a little bit from it, uh, as, as did the listeners and the viewers during this virtual podcast conference uh, here in February of 2021. Hey, remember also head to my website, circle270media.com for more information about our podcast consultancy. Uh, and there you can also uh, link into my calendar if you'd like to uh, do a, a free consult, kind of talk about where your podcast is going, whether it's a business podcast or an independent podcast. We can talk about that as well too. Uh, sign up for a half hour for free and let's discuss it. See where you're going, see where you're coming from and, and see what I can do to help out. And if uh, we can work together after that. That's fantastic too. Here is my presentation at uh, this year's independent podcast conference. Our next speaker is up. He is speaking on the topic of how to be a great podcast interviewer for your guest and for your listeners. I need super claps in the chat for Super Brett Johnson. Woo! Hey, welcome, Brett. I got to follow Jamie. Wow, she was good. I mean, <laughs> talk about great. preaching the choir. I... That was good stuff. And and just it's good to hear things that you hear from other people and it resonates because like, yep, Jamie said that too. This person said that. You know, that's the key is that that consistent um, good good intentions, good advice kind of thing. So yeah, that was great. Hundred and ten percent. She, you know, consistency and yeah. Uh, yeah. She, she is wonderful. I'm so glad that she yeah. was able to be here and, and open up for us. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. All right, Brett, are you, uh, you don't have any slides, I right? don't, no. I, what I was going to plan on doing is I, I just want to get some information out real quick um, and talk, and then hopefully some questions come up from it, and, and, you know, I can continue further discussions afterwards as well, too, you know, on everybody else's timetable. So, yeah. Great. All right. Well, I will give you the floor. Cool. All right. Hey, you're on the clock. Thank you. Okay. Hey, good morning, everyone. Um, Thanks, Joe, and everyone at the Independent Podcast Conference for allowing me to speak with you for a few minutes this morning. And thanks to you. uh, You're taking time this Saturday morning to learn more about becoming a better podcaster. Um, As I mentioned to Joe, since I've got, you know, 20 minutes, a little bit less than that to uh, talk with you this morning, I put together uh, this presentation without any slides or interruptions uh, because I didn't trust myself as well for any technical glitches. (laughs) So I didn't want to waste any time. Uh, So we can get the heart of what you want to learn about and and leave some time for questions about how to be a great podcast interviewer for your guests and listeners. I do want to set up, though, a little bit about me. Um, I was in radio for over 35 years. 
With over 20 years in the Columbus, Ohio market, where I'm based today, I began on air, moved through promotions, and ended my broadcast career in sales and sales management. Now, I launched my podcast consultancy, Circle 270 Media Podcast Consultants, as a side business after the radio station group I worked for didn't see the future of how radio and podcasting could benefit each other. And then in just a short year, I'd build up a base of business clients and I went full-time with the consultancy. I am personally involved with two podcasts. Uh, one's called Note to Future Me. Uh, it's a podcast that I host. Uh, it's dealing with everything about podcasting. It's my business's branded podcast where I spotlight my knowledge for my continuing growth in podcasting um, and the occasional interview with businesses who have implemented podcasting into their overall marketing strategy. Uh, my target audience for that podcast is business owners and their marketing teams. Uh, the second podcast that I am on is called Looking Forward Our Way. It's an AARP Ohio award-winning podcast that I co-host with Carol Ventresca. It's 100% interview-based, and we address today's critical issues that impact the lives and livelihood of those traveling their own way. Our target audience for that podcast is adults over 50. I bring those two things up and, and my background up because I, I want to say that everything I suggest this morning is being done by me personally, my clients, and it's it's successful. It's, it's working. So if there's one thing I hope uh, you take from this session this morning is this, respect your guests' knowledge and time. And again, we'll, we'll elaborate on that as we go through this, but respect your guests' knowledge and time. Uh, so let's hit some basics first to set the groundwork for being a great podcast interviewer. There are basically two reasons to have guests on your podcasts, if you haven't really thought about that yet. Number one, it's for you uh, to network to meet new people, to interview people you've always wanted to interview. And number two, for your listeners, and that, and that has to have three objectives for those listeners to continue to download and listen to your podcast. You need to educate or entertain or energize or all three. And ultimately, don't forget you're hosting a show. You know, To capture the attention of your audience and, and keep them engaged, Present your podcast with some energy. You know, insert some power, emphasis, and excitement into your voice. After Over time, you're going to get the right balance, and they're going to hear a confident podcast host who is in control, all the while you're calm, relaxed, and conversational. And that's going to lead into and, and also show your guest that you have that right balance and you're, you're hosting a show. And that's going to take some practice. And, you know, we always think of that practice makes perfect. I always go toward the practice makes better and better. There's never perfect. There's never perfect. Practice will help you and the balance between sounding natural and performing while you're hosting a show. Nobody likes the sound of their own voice. I still don't, and I've heard my voice over the past 35 years. You get past that and you start to hear yourself in a different way and how you're saying things and tearing it apart that way versus the tone of the voice. But as a host, listening back, or as broadcasters call it, listening to a sound check of your work will help you improve much faster. And this means getting feedback from non-family members. That's the hardest thing to do, but those that will give you true feedback as a nonpartisan listener. You only get better with honest feedback, and, and honest, honesty is going to get you there quicker. 
As a podcast show host, how do you become a great interviewer? I recently interviewed Mark Noose. You may not know him, but he's a good friend of mine. I interviewed him on my podcast, Note to Future Me. He's a radio broadcast veteran of over 30 years. He's the News and Public Affairs Director at North American Broadcasting Incorporated in Columbus, Ohio. And I've always been enthralled and, and energized by how he interviews. And I thought, what a better resource could there be than a veteran newscaster and news interviewer? And the four key areas that we talked about in that episode was about how to master podcast interviewing. And that is four areas included homework and research, planning, flexibility, and listening. And those four areas are key to becoming a great interview podcast, a podcast interviewer, I should say. Um, respect your guests' knowledge and time. Okay, keep that in mind. We're going to get into the guest knowledge. Research, research, research. Yeah, know about your targeted guests before making contact. I, I can't stress that enough. Know about them. We we have never had so much information at our fingertips to access anyone's information as we do today. Check out their website. There you may find links to personal and company blogs. Your guest might have a blog on their personal website. Write on their business's blog or contribute to other blogs as well be as a guest blogger. Uh, check out their social media channels. Twitter's advanced search makes it really easy to filter by number of likes as well as the number of retweets and any keyword or phrase. LinkedIn profiles. Uh, if the professional background of your guest is of interest, their LinkedIn profile is going to come in real handy. Uh, you can also dig into their activity to find out what they've been posting about. And, and also find out who they may be connected to via social media. There may be someone you know that you may have in common. If they have a podcast or have been on podcasts as a guest, uh, make sure to listen to a few episodes, especially those episodes you may have an interest in that you can bring into the interview itself. Um, here are a couple easy ways to search podcasts. Uh, there are a website called Listen Notes. Uh, you may be familiar with, describes itself as a search engine for, po- uh, search engine for podcasts. Uh, it makes it easy to dig up past guest appearances your uh, potential guest has made on other podcasts. There's also Podchaser. That allows you to uh, search for anyone and pull up a curated list of their guest appearances. And if your potential guest is active on Quora, Q-U-O-R-A, uh, searching through their past answers can give you some good ideas for questions to ask, uh, to ask I should say, um, so you can see how they'd respond. Now, I would suggest not asking those questions again, maybe go a little bit deeper. You don't want to replicate what you hear from those podcasts and those questions that you see. Come up with your own, but you do know where they shine, where they're going to get really energized about what kind of questions you're asking them. All of this information is going to be used to curate the ask email and more. When you can relate to your potential guests that you know who they are with specific examples and why they'd be a good guest for your podcast listeners, you're going to increase the likelihood of that interview. Respecting the guest's time now. Uh, Be respectful of how you schedule a recording time with that potential guest. In addition to the knowledge items I just mentioned, uh, recognize that your guest's timetable is not your timetable. A highly sought-after guest is probably very protective of their time. They may allow only one or two interviews per week, maybe per month, on a specific day at a specific time. There are probably two, I've only really recognized two likely ways you're going to get 
to your potential guest on the calendar and get them on a calendar interview. Um, once you've made contact with a potential guest, you can offer a link to your calendar so they have the option to pick a day and time. Uh, to do this, look into calendar integration apps with a quick link back to your base calendar. Those are like uh, Calendly or Savvy Cal or Tidy Cal. If you aren't familiar with those apps, uh, they 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 control your availability preferences. You you share your link via an email or an embed embed on your website. They pick a time and the event is added to your base calendar. Uh, with a scheduling tool like this, you can generate personalized scheduling links for each and every guest with just a few clicks. Um, you can pre-fill your guest name, so all it takes is just a couple of clicks to book a time with you. What is probably going to happen is that the potential guest will send you their calendar link to pick an available date and time on their calendar. Again, respect the guest time. Don't push for a time that's convenient for you. Pick a time and date based on their availability. Now, after a date and time has been established, here's a really good opportunity for more professional communication. Um, I would suggest, and it's worked for me and my clients, uh, provide a guest page with essential details such as contact and recording information. And then following the posting of the episode, it provides podcast assets assets like uh, Jamie was talking about. It's a nice one-page form that all the items that the guest can use to promote that episode is there. And that guest page eliminates email confusion or even missed emails. Um, the guest page should include, but this is not limited to, uh, the link that you'll be using to record for the interview, or if you are uh, recording in a studio with them, information about the studio, the outline of best practices to ensure the interview will sound the best it can. Uh, let's say that your interview is over Zoom or another virtual meeting app. It could be StreamYard like we're using today. Um, the outline would include suggestions for mic options, uh, internet connections. As you saw and log into StreamYard, it, it suggests really using Ethernet versus Wi-Fi. That is a good suggestion for a guest. Um, if the interview would be recorded on video as well and used as a video podcast, um, your contact information, if anything goes wrong during the interview. If you're inviting your guests to be with you in studio to be interviewed, uh, the outline would include the address of the recording studio, parking availability, uh, will there be pictures taken, and what to expect when you enter the building. Now, I mentioned the pictures and the video aspect because um, sometimes interviews, are, are they, they expect it just to be a podcast, and they may not be dressed up. They may not like the way they look. So give them a heads up that, yeah, there's going to be pictures taken, there will be video, so at least they have the opportunity to look their best for uh, what they're giving you that day. After the episode is published, that page would include episode show notes, uh, a link to the transcript, links provided by your hosting platform, or better, your website, uh, several poll quotes that the guests can use to promote the episode to share in email, newsletters, and social media. Uh, think about how your guest can best use any asset that's created from that episode in their communications to their people. And again, don't forget the email newsletter. That's still very strong. We all kind of focus on social media, but the email newsletter is a social media type. It is a one-way communication, but it's, it's still an effective delivery system for uh, information and content. The next opportunity for communication varies from podcaster to podcaster. Some will say don't do this. Some will say do. I go with the do Send the guest an itemized agenda of what the episode's going to be about. 
Um, think about it. Even when you interview for a job, you know what the questions will be for the most part. <laughs> Why not offer up a soft agenda for the interview? Again, you're respecting the guest's time. That doesn't mean that you have to follow that agenda to the letter, but at least they know kind of what you're going to talk about and that they're at least mentally prepared that it's going to go this direction and not this. Um, some bonus tips for respecting the guest's knowledge. Uh, during the interview, and engage them with open-ended questioning. You know, ask open-ended questions. Uh, it's, it's harder than you realize, and it takes some discipline as an interviewer. Open-ended questions require a response with more depth. They, they also are helpful in learning about a person or situation. Like some example questions could be, um, what's the biggest lesson you've learned about a certain situation? What's your key piece of advice on this situation? Uh, what keeps you interested in this situation? All those questions can come from the interview or it comes from your research that you've done that you know, you pretty much know what the answer is going to be, but you also are hoping for a different answer too that you haven't heard or read in other blogs and podcasts. Listen carefully. You know, listening sounds obvious, but it's, it's a common mistake. Sometimes we get so focused on asking questions from our prepared list that we miss important points made by our guests during the interview. Um, then the natural flow seems awkward, and you may even ask the questions that's already been answered. Um, to help reduce nearby distractions, you know, focus on your guests, not the next question. And, and this can be you know, difficult at times because it could be one of those very high sought after guest and you're nervous, you want to really make it a, a good interview and you're thinking about what questions you do want to ask and you're really not into the interview. You're more of the, it's the experience of this interview with this person you've been wanting to, to, to interview for such a long time and you've lost the engagement with them. Don't interrupt your guest when they're speaking. Uh, to, to me, that is maybe one of the biggest mistakes to make as a podcast host. It usually falls in the line where the host wants to add something. They did it as well, or that guest that the guest just mentioned, or had the same thought or revelation, or that happened to me too. You know, it can easily come off as one-upping your guest. If a follow-up question comes to mind, write it down after your desk, uh, you, you know, they're, they're finished answering that question. It, it really is that... Why did you bring them on your podcast? Your listeners want to hear from them, not you at that point in time. And don't give verbal agreements to every statement that they make. Um, nodding your head is more than enough to let your interviewee know you're listening. And you've heard those interviews. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Distracting. Let your interviewee talk. Ask for stories. Uh, you know, your research is going to bring this out and you're, know, you're going to know what stories you want to ask. Storytelling drastically changes the way our brains work. And listeners love a good story. This goes back to your research. Um, know that your guests can give a good story uh, about a certain situation. If you want to persuade and entertain your audience, ask your guests questions to include stories about their experiences. Uh, those memorable moments are going to capture your listeners' attention and build a relationship with the audience. Remember to give listeners insights they never expected. And also, dig deeper from what you've heard and read as well, too, so it's an experience for you. Yeah, you know, to hone your skills, you know, listen to other interview podcasts. 
Listen to them from the interviewer perspective. And I would suggest, yes, you know, listen to Joe Rogan. Uh, he's one of the better, best interviewers. But, you know, listen to other interviewer podcasts as well and learn from them what not to do. Because Joe isn't necessarily perfect, uh, but I think there are other interviewer podcasts that you can listen to that you can take notes going, no, don't do that. Oh, I, that, that, I remember hearing about not doing that. I, now I know um, that, how that sounds. That's horrible. So listen to both perspectives, really high quality interview podcasts, but also listen to ones that, um, uh, that, that they're you know, just in your, in your podcast player that you may listen to differently now because of, of focusing on being a better interviewer. Um, ultimately, you know, respect your guest knowledge and time. If nothing else from this episode, this episode, this, uh, this meeting this morning, um, you know, research, prep your guest for the interview, personalize your scheduling link, uh, create a guest and podcast assets page, and professionally follow up. I mean, there are a lot of other details about interviews and interviewing your guests, but I, I think you start with these pieces. You'll start to customize how you do things, and then it becomes your uh, interview process, and you'll become and respected for your interview process as you get better and better and better and better at it. Um, that's all I have this morning. I, I, I know I'm a little bit short, but at the same time, I want to make sure if there are any questions uh, to to answer them. But what I would like to give you, some prep materials I mentioned here today um, on a yet-to-be-released episode of a client of mine uh, called Spirit of EQ Podcast. It's number 44, The Art of Active Listening. Uh, the hosts, Eric Pennington and Jeff East, go over a step-by-step guide on how to practice active listening. Um, I also have templates of best practices to ensure the interview will sound the best that it can. I can get you an outline of this presentation for your references also um, and get you signed up for my free Open the Mic newsletter. It's a daily newsletter that I cover from sales tips to um, uh, my suggestions on what podcast to listen to. So, um, But yeah, that's great. If, if there are any questions in the comments, I didn't see anything flow through, but maybe Joe, if you know of any that may be going on right now, or we can wrap a little bit too, not a problem, but... Uh, Hopefully that covers some areas and, and at least you're better prepared to be an interviewer if you haven't done so yet. Yeah, no, those are great tips. I, I think that, you know, for, well, I mean, I was, uh, I've done, I don't know, a number of years of, of interviewing uh, over the years and, you know, the best, um, the, the most shared ones were the ones where I, I made sure that I gave as much opportunity for the guest to be able to share, right? Gave, uh, sent them the links, make it easy, right? You make yeah. it as easy as possible. And now it's not the end all be all, right? Yeah. Like it's still, it's still like, it's still up to the guests of whether or not they're going to share it. And to a certain extent, it's really on you to like, make it so that the the guest is heard right not the guest's problem to uh to share it out but you know i i i think there, it, it, there's also a give and take in the sense of who who that guest is right like the bigger the, the like the bigger the guest is the less likely they are going to share it unless it struck a chord with them right like right. it might be something that really was somewhat life-changing for them. So you never know. Um, but, you know, making it as easy as possible for them to share is the number one thing that you can do to, to make it 
you know, accessible to share. Right. And, and you know, the, the assets that you create, they're not just going to be sitting there not being used. You're actually creating them for yourself as well. So it's not like you're putting all that work into your uh, any assets that your, your guests can use and you're not going to use them yourself. So, you know, they're not wasted. You know, everything, everything you create, you should find two or three different ways to use. So they're not just going to yeah. sit there. Which it, so it's, it's, it's not a waste of time. But, yeah, you're right. With You hope that those big guests will share. You can't count on it. You can't. You know? a, lot of, a lot of the most shared episodes I have, like the most downloaded episodes, aren't even from people that anybody knows because mm-hmm. that person was never on a podcast before. They shared it with everyone they right. knew. And they might not have the biggest social media presence, but they have a dedicated social media presence because they're, you know, that's them. And, you know, and it just worked out. It works out for them. Uh, It works out for that episode to have a ton of downloads uh, when they aren't necessarily the person uh, that's, you know, the biggest name or or anything like that. Yeah. You're probably going into it with the wrong idea if uh, you're looking at interview podcasts as a way to build your base, build your subscribers. It should be about you in regards to building your network as well as about your listeners. Um, and, and the other pieces will come together. The growth of your podcast, the growth of your business, if it's based on business, that'll start to grow. You're doing it to build a catalog of information, of content that you can refer to at, you know, uh, for, the, for the long run. It's evergreen content to a certain degree. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's a snapshot mm-hmm. of your, your guest of when where they were at that time. Right. You know, it depends on what your show is formulated mm-hmm. around and mm-hmm. and all that. But it, it, it definitely is like a a time capsule of yeah. sorts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They can be a lot of fun. They they they're a lot of work, but they can be a lot of fun. And especially if you're not one to want to just open mic and talk. Uh, you you have a better time talking with someone else. Go for it. It's worth the effort, but it just takes a little bit more work. Yeah, yeah. So, um, every, Brett, how can everybody get in touch with you? Easily, circle270media at gmail.com is my email, or um, uh, circle270media.com is my uh, website. Um, so, yeah, the, those two places. I'm on most. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. LinkedIn I follow the most. Facebook I'm on with both personal and circle270media. Uh, but those are my main social media channels. But, yeah, the website and, and the email address is perfect. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank cool. you so much, Brett. Hey, I really appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Hopefully, hopefully everybody learned a little bit and gets excited about doing some interview podcasts. That's all. That's all I wanted to try to do this morning. <laughs> Whether it's gardening or gambling, beer tasting or bird watching, everybody's an expert at something. And if you're a business owner, odds are pretty good. You know a lot about, well, your business. A podcast is one of the fastest growing and most affordable options to market your business and your expertise. Fortunately for business owners here in Central Ohio, there's the podcast guy. He can get you pointed in the right direction fast. Schedule your free online appointment at mypodcastguy.com. That's mypodcastguy.com 